This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be here with you, Jordana. We are here virtually today because we had our big show in Boston last night. What a blast. Great show. Great show. Really fun crowd. Love, you know, Boston always brings a good energy, I think. Always. And it was Saturday night energy on a Tuesday night, which is like, you know, I, we understand that like coming on a Tuesday, there's there's decisions you're making. You're like, OK, OK, we're rearranging the week. I'm not going to wake up for that morning gym class tomorrow. I'm going to get it together to go out with friends. I'm going to feel maybe not my best Thursday self that I would feel, you yes. know, when you have the whole week to prepare and readjust from the weekend that was. We understand that. It's IRL it, summer. IRL summer we're getting people out and people were out and we set up people on dates and gave dating at makeovers and it was just we all all 1200 people we all hugged and cried and laughed and just had a wonderful time wasn't it great it was great we had a new segment we did a, mm-hmm. a setup segment um and we're looking to do that I think we have people for the other shows at this point San Francisco LA are also done I'm sure they were great um, but if you are in Austin or Chicago or New York, uh, we're still, we've got a few, we've got some tickets left. Yeah, we're coming. Chicago's selling fast. New York, we know, you know, that's our, our home base. We know that's going to sell out as well. And Austin, we want you to come out. Austin, we, we want you guys to assemble the group chat. That was the very cool part about last night in Boston. The amount of people that I got messages from going, I don't listen to a podcast. I was the friend that was dragged out. I'm a fan now. Can't wait to listen back. You know, you're giving someone a legit, like, you know, when you tell someone about a TV show, oh, yeah, there's three seasons. You're going to be able to, you know, take over your day. We have four years, five years, whatever it's been of, of content just ready to be, you know, chewed into. Just ready to go. Yeah. And, you know. We're ready for you. So come see us. Bring someone who you think would be a fan, but they're, they're not a podcast person. You know, yeah, the, the faux pas will be flowing. And faux pas sold out last night. People immediately. Were, it was crazy. It sold out so quick. Faux pas flowing. Yeah. FPF. Faux pas flow. Got, I love it. <laughs> it was great. Um, uh, what are you what are you up to these days? I, I mean, I'm up to a lot of things. You, you, you could probably you can hear it in our voices. We're, we're post show. You know, we're going to bring it this episode yes. as we always do. But this is post show. I, 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 can we just I got back negative? from a flight. Yeah, we just yeah. flew in. Yeah. Can I sound negative for a second? This yeah. just happened. It's funny because I was just thinking of, of saying something positive. So you go first and then I'll bring <laughs> I'll bring the crowd back up. OK, I'll be the Zoloft. Here, be the Zoloff to my um, cartoon woman on a commercial. Yeah. Where, why do they always have a cartoon woman? It's so annoying. Okay. So I I don't I, I think I speak for a lot of people dating, a lot of single people, where 
you're like you spend half the time going stop being so miserable stop being so miserable like i think there's mm -hmm. like a like and, and i'm doing that to myself so can i start by saying yeah i'm not the good guy in this story okay okay <laughs> you're not okay <laughs> you're the villain Let's yeah I, okay. I don't know i'm i'm the miserable i am aware that i am being ultra judgmental okay okay let me say that so you're, you're self-aware okay so do you want me to tell you if i agree with that you're being ultra judgmental or would you rather please. just vent okay well i i <laughs> want you to tell me of course tell me okay, but i okay. i think this is a relatable dating issue i go from the app to exchanging numbers okay so we're off the app and we're starting to have our banter and it's interesting that's like once you you know i guess the assumption is and you that if numbers are exchanged in the app, not having a date is a failure. I mean, it's a failure at any point, but it's more of a failure, but, I guess, because you're closer it, to it. It's it's weirder, isn't it? Well, that's true of anything. You know, you go out for three months. That's considered a failure because you didn't get married. Like anything that like yeah. the longer you do anything, the bigger failure it feels like because the more invested I, in it you were. I, I hate to call it a failure because I wouldn't believe that in a three-month relationship, but I, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, because sometimes you're on the app and there's good banter and then there's something that gets you going, Ugh, do I want to go out with this person? Right. And and you're like, <laughs> you're at the doorstep of date. And I this is the, the highly on the brink part. You're on the brink. You've exchanged numbers. You're like, okay, this person, first of all, Sometimes you exchange numbers because you're like, they're totally my type. I'm looking at them and I am super attracted to them. Okay. Like sometimes you push through fine conversation because attraction. Sometimes you push through, you know, f you know, um, a, you know, unattraction because of great conversation. It goes right. both ways. Don't I you mean, think? it's rare that the stars all align in the perfect way, and you're, there's just like the pinnacle level of extreme excitement, right? Like that well, doesn't happen so it, often. Usually it's you, one or the other. That's the rational way to, that's where I'm crazy. Because <laughs> that, that's the rational, I'm in a relationship with compromise response to single person who's like, but look at this. So I'll give you the example. So we're, we're on the text and I'm on the flight with you. And okay. the subject of TSA pre comes up. Okay. And they're like, they're like, well, the, I, I want to read you the conversation. Can I read you the conversation? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I would love that. Let's do a deal reveal. You're right. Okay. Okay. So they wrote a lot of first timers at the airport and I wrote pandemic travel was actually wonderful. You know, I'm joking. Okay. Yeah. That, you know, pandemic travel. Less people. And, Less people, it, 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 and if I'm being honest, True. it was wonderful, and it was only yeah. pros. Besides the masks, besides the masks, yeah. you know. But like I, everyone flying was really good at flying during the pandemic. <laughs> they okay? were because they really wanted to be there. They wanted to be there, and everyone was also on attention because it was just weirder during that time. You know, right. but everyone was like, you're boarding, on, you're getting on, and then you're getting off. You're like, everyone was alert. You know, okay. alert for people being too close to them. You know, there was, uh, right. and it got worse and worse as the pandemic became, as people became not as into the pandemic anymore. You know right. what I mean? So as people traveled more. So I wrote pandemic travel was wonderful. Now it's a hellscape. 
And so then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm speaking in extremes. I'm trying to be fun and bantery, you know? Right. And then they write, honestly, the non-TSA line is better these days. Oh, wow. And I wrote... My oh. <laughs> okay. okay, so okay, so you understand where I'm at. I'm like, so I just and I wrote understand back. where you. I understand where you're at, especially because yes. I know this is a this is a, this is like insulting your religion a little <laughs> bit. Okay. So I wrote back, stop that. Okay, <laughs> so okay, and they wrote back, it's shorter. Just takes the just take the sneakers off, and you're good to go. There is no, there's nothing I disagree with more. Just take the sneakers off and we're good to go. No, it's it's the Maybe people they're are also w- messing around though. What's that? Maybe they're also like in the way in the same way that I you know. were like, you know, pandemic travel was amazing. They're like, yeah, the line's the same. Not a big, and then not a big deal. They wrote that they're they wrote, I'm a clear girl. I like clear. Okay. okay. So I'm not sure if they're saying clear is the same thing as TSA pre or not. Okay. It's annoying to me. I if anyone says to me, <laughs> Oh, I have clear. If someone says, I don't have TSA, but TSA pre, but I have clear, I'm like, you have no relation to reality. That is my response. And I understand in text <laughs> and on the internet, we just shout at each other. So I understand I am, but I am okay. getting like, uh, I don't know. I can't go out with this okay. person. I'm going to say you sound like the crazy person a little bit. I'm going to I'm going to throw Fair. that out there from okay, the third that, party. Not any no skin in the game. Just here. I haven't heard the other person's side, okay. but just from your okay. side, I'm, fe- I'm feeling like you're being a little judgmental, but go on. A, a lot. Judgment. I, I, it sounds like they're being a little playful. I wrote to we me. can't start arguing already. <laughs> so that was my response. To, okay. I'm a clear person. Okay. We, we can't start arguing already. Clear with TSA pre- that's a pro line. That's what I wrote. Okay. okay. Then they wrote, I have TSC. I just find clear regular line to be more seamless these days. And we can agree to disagree on this one. I'm out. I, I, <laughs> this is, agree to, dis- out? Agree to, to disagree on any subject. If that's the end of the conversation, you must agree. I, I don't. I just hate the phrase "agree to disagree." That is like on in the comment section of a Facebook post. I I I can't understand the idea. And, and again, I can't. I, I I can't. It is not more seamless. I, I also. <laughs> I'm flying every day. Like I like I. I, okay. I am, you seem to be taking this so personally, though. I know, and that's the. <laughs> this is why I even bring this up. I I and I wrote. I I I, I don't know. I just. Agree to disagree in any conversation. I hate that phrase. Okay. And I, I don't, you know, so I'm like, mm-hmm. and again, Jordana, I agree with you. I'm the judgy one. Anyone listening? I'm the asshole. I'm willing to be that. Okay. But this is a mindset in dating where I have to go, maybe I just need to walk away Right. From everything. Maybe I am just not in the mood. Maybe I should. And then they're like, okay, so when can we get together? And I'm like, I, I, I need to think this over. You know, and it's like. And then like You're like, well, I'm, I'm never. We'll see you, you know, on a clear line, bitch. Sorry. <laughs> they, they're very nice and sweet. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we've gotten to the, I'm, you know, and I'm super attracted and all that stuff. And I'm going, and I'm sitting here. Like, this happened once before. I'm trying to think like, okay, is this, is this a values thing to me? 
Like I'm trying yeah. to think. It doesn't seem like a values thing, but I'm trying to because I'm trying to well, imagine like a political conversation where someone would say agree to disagree, and you were like, "What do you mean agree to disagree? Like you're wrong. You're absolutely but, <laughs> where it's a little more socially acceptable to have that feeling." Sure. Um, but, I guess well, you know, I, I I'm not even looking for socially acceptable as much as I'm like I I agree with you. Like, is this a values thing? And I like, you know, is it? Am I? is it worth me extrapolating it out? And this is what happens. You okay. were the Google generation. We look up the restaurant before we go. We make sure everything is going to be good, no bad. We're, we're, and, and you get in these conversations that get farther along without meeting that you start like, and this has nothing to do with, it has something to do with TSA pre, but it has, it, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's okay. like red flag deal breaker. Could yeah. we even relate on anything if this is something that I'm like, I can't even, I understand the lines might be shorter for the regular. Okay. It's just not true. It's well, just, <laughs> why it's is just, it, why is this such a, uh, an important thing for you to agree, the other person to agree with you on? Why is it, why this topic? Um, I guess, I, I I don't know. It, it's not even this topic. It's more, I guess, I'm like, the way this conversation is going. Okay, I'm you're not like, vibing. Is this a bad, you know, this is an example, you know, and again, because it's so stupid and arbitrary is probably part of the reason I brought it up to because right. I do think it's entertaining to like sink our teeth into. Like if this was yeah. about like, you know something very serious. You know it's it about like be gun as, control or totally whatever. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be as fun of a story, right? And I do, no, for sure. and I think it's a. And I started it by saying, I know it's me, and it's like, but you know, you have this thing where like people in relationships will be like, just go on the date, go, go. Yeah, I'm one, one of those. You know, guilty. Okay, I see that. No, yeah. no, not you. But this is. You know yeah. that that's well. A if thing. you're like you talk, yeah, no, for sure. And it's like you hear it. Well, if you hear a single person who sa- who seems like they don't want to be single talk about, mm-hmm. you know, TSA pre, <laughs> they haven't met anyone, and then, you know, and I hear this sometimes, and then they're they seem hung up on something small where it's like, you know, I I do think in the larger picture, like of all the things you could disagree with a person sure. you're dating on, it just doesn't. It seems like you could. You guys could work that out. But if this is an, I, I totally agree. It, it, but, you know, I guess my thing is and what you do when I guess what you end up doing when you're like a little bit miserable where I would say I'm in that camp right now. I'm tired. Okay. Just flew. Right. Um, I'm not. In very the, little patience. I'm not in the, I have very little patience. Yeah. If I have, as my dad would say, if I had patience, I'd be a doctor. So I, I, I have very little patience and I'm just like. It, I guess what I'm saying is it's so easy to go down the rabbit hole of negativity of being like, well, if this conversation's no good, none of the conversations will be good. Totally. And I mean, that's you have no control over that. So it's easy to like no. almost mentally prepare. And that's true of anything in life where like you don't know what the outcome is going to be. It safe, seems mm-hmm. like an easier way to like almost protect yourself by being like this whole thing is annoying. Like why even bother? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're in that realm of negativity um and it can get to you but i do think it's all, all really about perspective it's so funny that you brought this up 
as a thing because I was just thinking, you know, mm-hmm. um, I was thinking about the different phases of life this week and how a lot of women, myself very much included, are always mm-hmm. looking to get to the next phase, you know. Yes. You know, where you're dating then your boyfriend and girlfriend, then you're moving in together, then you're getting engaged, then you're getting married, then you're having kids and all this stuff. And it's like, and you don't really focus at all on like enjoying the benefits of the phase that you're in or it's hard to really focus on that you Mm -hmm. know and like sometimes I think you know I see people go people going out at our shows or people going out or like you know going to bars going to clubs and I'm like it's crazy how like that used to be such a bigger part of my life and I look back they're having so much fun it used to it was like such a fun time but I remember being in that phase and just being so like anxious about, like I don't think I was enjoying it I don't think I was having fun because I was so anxious about like the person that I was dating texting me or am I gonna meet the, or like am I ever gonna meet someone or am I ever gonna get to it that next ta- phase do you it know was what I mean task I mean yeah and and it was a means to everything was like a means to an end and in totally. some senses it still feels like that um and I mean this is like very lame I'm definitely not the first person to say this but like just enjoying like where you're at like obviously it's not perfect like the good there's annoying shit like speaking to someone who disagrees with you about tsa pre-check yeah but, um i mean the idea is that eventually you'll never be in that phase again right like one day you hope to be married with children right and you'll never yeah. be single again hopefully if that was you know what i mean is the idea and like i think if it's not fun like take a break and do it when it feels fun because like it doesn't sound like you're having fun well, that speech just encouraged me to text this person. <laughs> and be like, fuck you. Fuck. The regular line is not better. <laughs> and never, never, never text me again. <laughs> uh, no, it was, I think you're right. Like, you gave me a little bit of a different perspective. I think people listening, maybe they got mm. the same thing as me. Like, you may, you gave me a verbal massage with what you just said. It loosened me. Right. Like, because in relation to my story, you know, not to bring this, you know, put the spotlight on me, please. But I, I, um, you know, I should just go, go get a drink and fuck around, have fun. You know, like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, have a good time. Maybe it's, you know what I mean? Maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't. uh, But uh, who cares? I mean, I'm, who, who cares about the TSA pre? Maybe we'll have an argument about this on the date and we'll get all sorts of drunk and it'll end in us furiously making out like in those rom-coms you know where they're like no you go in the clear no you go in the non-tsa pre and then we make out you know like maybe that happens i don't know but I, yeah and then that's your thing you know that's your long-standing <laughs> relationship inside joke maybe um right maybe yeah and, and i mean we it's, listen it's, back it's, to this with our kids every year on our anniversary exactly and i mean i'm guilty <laughs> of this this too i think that like i you know very much do this still everyone thinks the phase they're in is like has like a lot you know what i mean has the most annoying stuff to deal with and it's just and high stakes you know they right. feel, and I, the I think that's stakes, the other thing yeah. like you know the stakes are high like this is this date needs to lead to something this date needs to be good this date needs to be you know i have to have the best reason to leave my couch so you know, feeling, you know, a little bit bloated tomorrow because I had three glasses of red wine matter. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Right. 
And there's the, you know what I mean? And the negativity is like, well, what's the point even? I don't even know this could end up terribly. Like what's the, mm-hmm. why even bother is like the negative yeah. state you can get into and in, in all of those things when it's kind of like, cause the whole point is like just, just in doing the experience and enjoying it and recognizing some parts of it are shitty. But overall, like if you go into it and you're going to try to be like, in like positive and happy you're gonna have a better time and like you can look at least you can look back and be like i took advantage of those years i took advantage of you know being single and literally being able to do whatever i want or you know having my own apartment or um you know being child free whatever it is like i think that there's like a there's something to be said for refocusing on like the the here and now yeah and being too precious with everything mm-hmm. you know here and now it's wednesday night it is summertime in the city i think you've you've changed everything for me <laughs> i literally just texted the person drinks tonight let's see what oh happens. wow let's see she's gonna be like no 24 hours notice no <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> well that's, if that's the response then i'll be like you did what you could exactly. get back in your your clear yeah. line you know like i love I, that Carpe right? diem, right? If you're, well, you know, I give this, we, we give this advice a lot where it's like, if you're totally honest and cool, you have nothing to worry, you know, you will, your answers will come to you in, in the form of frustration. So like, what do you mean by that? I do, be, <laughs> I do believe where it's like, Hey, um, sorry, I, uh, we, we, we talked about TSA pretty much. You down for a drink tonight? That's an right. honest, cool Breezy, easy, and then if it comes back to, well, tonight, I don't know, and this week is, I don't know, and it's like, okay, get right. out of here, yeah. sweep them out. Yeah, you give it, you gave it your all, and then yes. what happens next is out of your control. We're just giving it our all. Are you ready to go to the emails? You ready? I'm ready. Can I read some dates? I'm going to be miserable and on the road. So people, if you want to come to a show. <laughs> Do you want to come see this this ball of joy? Well, I'll be flying to all these places. I'm coming to... When does this come out? I mean... Uh, the 29th. When, when will I be getting DMs from people being going, agree to disagree, <laughs> and I have to block them? Um, uh, I'm going to be... On, on June 29th, so On June 29th, uh, I'll be phone. blocking everybody. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't message me. Um, Springfield, Missouri. Providence, Rhode Island. We're going to be in Austin, Texas, of course. Raleigh, North Carolina. Chicago, Illinois, of course. New York City, uh, Dayton. Um, I'm going to be in Brooklyn. Oh, this is a fun show. I'm doing a show in Brooklyn at Coney Island. You should come, Jordana. I think you would enjoy this. When is it? It's the Chosen Comedy Festival. It's a bunch of Jews. Nice. Um, I'm a Jew. Yeah, so you, I think you would enjoy. It's the Chosen Comedy Festival. It's on uh, August 16th. It's going to be in a big amphitheater, 3,000 people. Oh, that sounds fun. Uh, I'm around. I'll come. Yeah, it'll be a bunch of Jews outside complaining about the heat. So Irvine, California, Washington, D.C., Albany, New York. So Getting ready for uh, Rosh Hashanah. That's right. Getting... <laughs> uh, Rosh Hashanah was always the time of year where it's like, will I fit in a suit? Um, <laughs> After the summer... Can- After the summer, summer of eating and drinking.
There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the Lash Serum and the Brow Serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow, so I love what Vegamore is doing, and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best-looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker-looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Okay, what are we talking about tonight? All right, we're talking about low-cost states. Okay. Interesting. Okay. You want a low-cost state? Take them on the clear line. All right. That's right. I got a group on. Actually, that's kind of expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Take them on the regular line. Oh. Hi, J&J. Long-time listener since 2018. I've thoroughly loved all your advice while being in a relationship and single. Thanks for all you do. My question today is about low-cost dates. I primarily use dating apps to go on dates and recently have been asked to go on first dates with several people who are all suggested ideas less than drinks and dinner for instance this one guy asked me to meet him in a park and another guy asked me to meet him at a joe and the juice both at 11 a.m on a saturday <laughs> they are both seemingly successful in their careers and work at microsoft and in medicine respectively so i would assume finances aren't the main issue what do you think their motives are for planning dates early on that are low cost does low cost equal low effort i definitely feel turned off about the lack of romance and effort about these dates, but I don't know how to convey that without seeming entitled. I'm admittedly a little old fashioned when it comes to being courted. So I can't help but feel like they're just not that into me without even meeting me yet. I would think that they would try harder to impress me if they thought I was a catch or, or are they first trying to assess that that in person and then try harder later is inflation just hitting everyone in NYC a little harder these days? Any insight on this would be greatly appreciated. Love, I ain't saying she a gold digger. I love this email. Um, it could be a number of things. I will say this. Um, whenever it's been a date, to me, coffee or walk means a couple things maybe. Okay. On, the, on the list of things. Let's hear. One, they're dating a lot of people. That was my initial thought. They're, it's not about the money. It's, it's yeah. that time. And it's not that the, they don't want to waste a whole night with it with someone they don't think there's a connection with. Totally. They got nighttime. They got nighttime chicks. They got late night chicks. And you are a daytime chick. And they're mm -hmm. sussing you out. What makes someone a daytime chick as opposed to a, a drinks or dinner person? I think it's just about the timing. I don't think your daytime chick. What time do they get up? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so the, the alarm went off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think someone's once a daytime chick. I don't think you go from nighttime chick to daytime chick unless it's gotten very serious. 
I think the daytime <laughs> thing is more of a vetting, like, what is this going to be? And they're right. trying to, like, get it done. They're trying to get all this stuff right. out of the way. I, and, and I have noticed that I have done daytime dates with people when I'm dating a lot of people, okay. one, or you got to get together. So we've been talking. There is a clock when you're on dating apps. And this is part of the thing with that I was just talking about with the texting. Because you go from on the app to off the app. And the time between off the app and first date, the pressure builds. Okay. So you can't like... You can't exchange numbers and then not have a plan for a date within a couple days. Like, it gets ridiculous, and everyone knows it's ridiculous. So when women are like, I don't want a pen pal, like, the guy knows. You're not teaching anyone anything new. I've had the pen pal thing to said to me, and it's like, I know. I'm trying to figure out when we can do this that will be an exciting thing for both of us, and I can look good, and we we can be, you know, have a nice time. Mm -hmm. And if, like... You know, if this guy and so I would look, I think they're caught up on the cost of the date. I would I would wonder how these dates happen. Was it you guys have been talking forever and they're like, let's just get together in a park so we can see what the fuck this is. Right. Or have you guys like, you know, there's like a, you know, it's almost like running down an alleyway with it's a dead end. You're like, you got to make the date. You got to do something. You got to you got to shit or get off the pot. So. I think some of these Joe and the Juice. Joe and the, the Juice. Joe and the Juice. <laughs> yeah, just meet me with Joe and the Juice. I'll right. be at the corner. You know, okay. like, I think that has, I think it's more that. Than and about the I money. do understand why it doesn't, than the amount of money. And I don't think it's like, well, she doesn't deserve it. I think it's more like, let me figure this out. Right. Which I don't think is the best way to date. I get that no. in theory, but I'm kind of like, again, it's kind of bringing it back to the conversation we had in the beginning of this. If you're dating to have a good time and to have fun and not to like squeeze appointments in to like hire mm. your next employee, like I think you should, it should be a fun night, not something you like get over with to see if like, okay, they can get on to like, they've done the screener. Now I'm in yeah. the thing. Like dating is supposed to be like a fun, sexy experience that's like, a fun night out like you get dressed up you go to bar you go to dinner it's like that's what's fun about dating and so if i were her and that's what i'm looking and she said she's old-fashioned but like i think that doesn't have it really have anything to do with it you could say when i date i like to do i'd like to to do a night out that's how i like to date and you know i'd love to get a drink i'm not really like a big like walk in the park first date person and i think that that's totally fine excitement it's so much, and again, this all relate. It's very relatable to the mm-hmm. conversation earlier. The wanting to go on the date, and you know, it's funny yeah. she wrote in being turned off about the cost, and we're giving her a re- new reason to be turned off. You know, we're not saying just go take a walk. You know, like stop complaining, go walk. You know, right. to go to the park. We're really saying you're being fit in, and I wouldn't want my date to be an experience of like come on come on hurry up meet me meet me here let's get this over with and to me this is a product of the date the dating apps a lot because we have so many interactions so many more interactions than maybe prior generations and we're also humans so we also are like what am i talking to this person if we don't go on a date so let's just get this over with 
You know what I mean? Right. Where I get I get why people do it. It makes sense yes. to me why people do it because again, there's totally. so many options. So it's like, what are we going to go out with every person in Manhattan? Like, obviously not. But I think then just be more discerning about who you go on a date with and yeah. go on a date the right way. I think everyone would probably be happier with fewer better dates. I totally agree, and I I, I do understand where it's like for her and her position the guy's like oh meet me at the park i'll be there on tuesday at at nine and you go it it is deflating to go hey um i'm not looking to go walk in a park i'd love to get a drink though like to reverse it is almost to end it you know you're saying for the person who's reversing it yeah i would say for this woman if, if if a guy you know if if a woman said to me i mean i was in this position i talked about it um where the woman, I made a date with her and she goes, well, I'm not drinking. And I'm like, okay, um, I guess I'll find a coffee place at six o'clock on a weeknight that's staying open that's not a Starbucks. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like They're like, but no, you can drink and I'll just have club soda. And it's like, I I couldn't go, you know, I couldn't go back on that date. Yeah, but that was about an incompatibility, I think. Right. Well, I I mean, I would say when we talked about it, I'm not sure if you remember, but like I said, let's get a drink on Wednesday at eight. And they're like, I don't drink, but you're more than welcome to have a drink. And I was like, well, then if you're not going to drink, let's go for coffee. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up out of coffee and they were like, I'm I'm going sober. This wasn't like my one night off. I'm just going to be so. And I was like on their profile, it says likes to drink sometimes. So like. Right. And so but I also knew that I was in a position where, hey, let's get a drink on Wednesday. I did the ask. I'm ready to make the plan. And they're like, ooh, never mind. Right. They set you up in that way almost to be like, right. So this but, woman, I can understand where the guy goes, well, let's do a walk. And it's like, I don't want to do a walk. You know, like, yeah. you're like I want to go get wine. You know, like I understand why she's like, now it feels like I'm begging and I'm almost like, let's just cancel this all together, which you can't. Right. But I, yeah, she can cancel it, but she can say, this is what I want to do. If yeah. You're interested in doing that too. Let's meet up. If you're not interested in doing that again, maybe we're not a match or you don't really want to meet up that badly, which then this is a good question to have asked because again, I don't think it's fun to go on dates where the, where you're kind of like getting it over with. That's totally. not a fun way to do it. I totally agree. And I, and I think that's, I, I actually think as hard as it is to say to someone, that's the move. Like, I'm down for a drink, but if that's not something you want, totally understand we can move on from this. It's right. kind of a shitty way to start, but it's also the best way to start. Yeah, because then you're, again, you're saying what you want early. You're sort of vocalizing mm-hmm. what your needs are. You're seeing if the other person cares enough to like alter what they want to do to do what mm-hmm. you want to do. And if not, you've just saved an evening out for yourself too and for them. Totally agree. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? 
Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. Should we play the uh, the voicemail? Yeah, play the voicemail. Jared and Jordana, obsessed with you both. I've been listening to every podcast for the past, I don't know, what, three plus years now. Anyways, <laughs> laying in bed and just thought of an interesting sexual experience I had. I know those two are not related. Anyway, so freshman year in college, so like seven years ago, me and my friend were out at night drinking a lot. We became friends with these boys. Anyways, we're back at their apartment having fun drinking more. I'm in bed at this point with the guy I was hitting off with, and then my friend is in the bed too, but <laughs> that's not the awkward sexual part of this experience. Anyways, we like didn't really hook up. He definitely had whiskey dick, so whatever, kind of falling asleep. So my friend and I decided it was time to go back to our dorm room, so fall asleep, whatever. Wake up in the morning, and I'm like changing, and I realize that the underwear I have on, like, the thong is not my thong. <laughs> it, I was wearing a navy blue kind of more athletic material one, and then I woke up in the morning wearing a black lace thong. No idea how that got there. Well, actually, I do. I'm sure it was some other girls. But it was just silly and <laughs> makes me laugh now. And also, this guy wasn't even that attractive. Like, yes, I did end up going back with him. But it's funny to me how... Um, you really can't judge a book by its cover because this guy obviously had other girls. Anyways, love you both. Okay. Love this. This is a very giggly, adorable. giggly caller. I love it. Yeah. It felt very intimate. It felt like we were all hanging on the couch with our cozies on. Just giggling. Just giggling away. <laughs> like yeah. little girls. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Um, so funny. I mean, we've all, I think I've, we've all had the the experience where we can't find our underwear in someone else's bed and you're like trying to get out. I mean, I have had this experience with a woman picking up someone else's underwear. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know if I've told you this story here before, but this this has (laughs) happened. And literally, they were like, I mean, rightfully mortified. Yeah. I mean, this woman put it on, which is a whole other level of mortifying. (laughs) You're wearing someone else's underwear. Oh, it, it does ring gross when you put it that way i don't know i, I just that part to me it. is like i'd be pretty grossed out if i was like oh my god this is some, someone else was wearing this underwear all night and now i've been wearing it all morning <laughs> and i like that it's like oh he's not good looking enough to have multiple women's underwear at his place like isn't the issue more that he's not cleaning up his place i was thinking that. A disgusting animal like that right. was the issue not that, that he's had sex twice <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was kind of more the issue with me the person was like you're not even like trying. Does you're he lazy have camo fuck. sheets? <laughs> Why is it so hard to find underwear in there? Yeah, it's like a, a gnome yeah. getting things like. Well, a, with the girl who found someone else's underwear in your bed, mm. was, was were you not cleaning up? What was the issue? There? Uh, yeah, I'm a disgusting pig. I I I, <laughs> I just remember being so embarrassed and so upset, and like they were almost laughing because they were like, "This is so egregious." Like you right. know, like. And it was known, you know, at the time, single, it wasn't like, you know, but it was just like, I can't believe 
It's like saying someone else's name, but worse. Uh, worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a version worse. I mean, putting it on is so funny. So disgusting. putting it on and not what if you realized you were wearing a different guy's underwear? I would be to me for some reason. I'm not sure if it's more gross because it's just so much more surface area. Like a guy's <laughs> underwear would be like boxer briefs. Like it'd be like literally like wrapped in their clothing. But I guess a thong goes up your ass. So yeah. Like, that's, I think that's gross more gross and it's like yeah. almost like closer to like also like women have like vaginal discharge sure. whole other thing i think that's it's like local there's like some there's fluids you know i mean there's fluids that come out of penises too i i, I guess you know, I, the, know. I i would be grossed out but i we'll have to ask the audience which is more <laughs> disgusting <laughs> right Men or women. would you see yeah. the person again i probably i would Okay. Because I could get over that because I'm not like, I'm not a germy guy, obviously. Like, I'm not like a, you know, like I could shower and be like somehow rationalized. I think I would. Because also okay. I have the story in my background and I'm like. That's true. You know, I'm. I'm You've been guilty of the same thing. I've been guilty yeah. of the same thing. How could I judge someone harsher than I would judge, you know, than I would judge myself. So Right. If you got married, your house you? would be a mess. Yeah. No. <laughs> various underwear everywhere underwear we would look like one of those bars in key west where they yeah. hang up the bras on the ceiling yeah like the what do they call that the the frat jacket the fracket or something like the jacket you bring to the frat house so that you can like lose it or take someone else's jacket oh i've never even heard of that there was a thing where like you kind of take your shitty jacket out to the bars or the frat house and then like assuming that like you would someone else would just take it and you would just take like whatever oh like jacket, in the jacket you, room yeah, you kind of just take a jacket, leave it like it's like take a. I would call this like take a penny, leave a penny. Like, I mean, that's so ridiculous. This is like what women are doing to each other. The for the for the fracket, I think that's part. It's like a, I think the fracket is a. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that it's like a jacket you bring to a frat party, just knowing that it's gonna be gone. Uh, that's hilarious. I mean, I do that with pens. When I see a better pen to sign the check with, I leave the pen in my pocket and I take the pen from the restaurant. Well, you leave a pen. That's nice. I always leave a pen. I always have a pen in my pocket. So Good if I karma. see a pen when I'm doing or the bad check, karma, since you leave the worst pen, I leave the worst pen. But it's okay. not like they're using it. Oh, maybe they are. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like they use it for every customer that comes in there. I need a pen too. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I call this uh, like the either the take a penny, leave a penny, or the unwritten rule of dry cleaners. You know, like the <laughs> like curb. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I had. That thong, the thong, thong, thong. I like that. Throwback. That was <laughs> just, crazy that that was such an innovative song back in the day. It was huge. Let me see that thong. And that was just like. Let sort of the, me see that thong. Oh, my voice is so off. Oh, my God. I remember that uh, song. And then like being in like my dad's car with my friends in like sixth grade. And we're all like singing that. And I don't think. Screaming it. I don't think he enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that thong the thong 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 i like it when the bee goes i like it when the bee goes baby make your booty go <laughs> that's pretty good that's over, right Just do karaoke huh? and then it had that part that had the build up who go na, 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 yeah you know and there was like the little was, like li the lyrics in the beginning like i don't even know how what they were this thing right here is letting all the ladies know what guys talk about. You know, the finer things in life. Ha ha, check it out. Ooh, that dress, so scandalous. Oh, yes, that was it. Yeah, ooh, that dress, so scandalous. Yeah, that was the beginning. 
Well, the guy wrote a song about his love of thongs. I think there's something to that. Who, who, Me wrote, who wrote this? Cisco. Ha- Cisco. Oh wow! Love what it. a time! What year? What a time to be alive. This was in 1999. Okay, then yeah, that checks with my middle school story. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah, because I was a freshman in high school, and I'm talking about the thong song. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Should we do another email? Let's do another email. You want me to read it? Yep. Getting over the ick in a relationship. J&J, huge fan. Let's get into it. I'm a 26-year-old female workaholic and have been with my girlfriend, 30, for seven-ish months. She's great. We initially dated pre-pandemic, but I broke up with her because of a few things. Timing, she's sober. I'm pretty allergic to her cats, She's sober. That's why he broke up with her? Okay. It was reason enough for them, I guess. Um I went to lots of therapy, admits, I went to lots of therapy, admits lockdown. Oh, I think amidst, she means like a mist. Yeah. Uh, I went to lots of therapy amidst, uh, amidst lockdown and returned to the ex with a knowledgeable girlfriend or fuck off mentality. I was ready to commit and I have. Things have been solid. A flag that's emerged is she uses baby talk pretty frequently. It's how her and her family communicates affection. And it's how she talks to her sister, BFF, but especially her cats. All this said, she's a mature boss who runs a creative team here in L.A. I don't mind it when directed elsewhere, but when said affectionately towards me, huge 
ick. I feel cringy and infantile and embarrassed. I'm from the Midwest. This is not my lingo. She's a pragmatic gal, but there are a few similar flags, including a sizable slew of stuffed animals, not ones she's kept since childhood, a younger than 10 years old collection of stuffies. So she has a new collection of stuffed animals. Okay. Okay. Anyways, I'm trying to both communicate my ick while not offending, putting her down. It's partially just how she was raised, but it's not working for me. We've had the talk where I explain my ick, but it'll slip out again the next week. Any advice on how to push my girlfriend legitimately into her 30s? How do you mature up your significant other, including my shitty, maybe mean attempt to squash baby talk below? So let's read the text. Okay, so I'll be. You want to um, be? Why don't you be the uh, the listener who wrote in? The emailer, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I send you a picture of my cat. It mm. seems. Oh my god! She's sitting with your whittle sock. <laughs> <laughs> so then she writes back, "Girl, whittle in all caps." And then she did, crying face emoji. My. Whatever the sister's name is. And I say it all the time. Um, like tongue out emoji. I'm just cleaning up in the kitchen while they eat. And then. And then she sends back a annoyed looking woman gif. It's funny because this kind of reminds me of the first conversation we had in this whole podcast. Mm. Where it's like where it's, you're creating something out of nothing. You're just annoyed. Right. Like, I mean, I could see why. I think it's almost, I think the bigger issue is not the whittle. Mm. Um, it's the fact that she thinks she's like immature, that she wants her to be like more. Yeah, because that, that's where the email feeling. took, well, that's where the email took a turn for me. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, I'm like, okay, I kind of understand how to be like, you got to stop with the the baby talk to me. But then it turns into like, how any advice on how to push my because then I guess she references the new stuffed animals she's buying how to push my girlfriend legitimately into her 30s how do you mature up your significant other those to me one is doable one is not to me right it seems like she wants to be with a future version of her girlfriend Mm. not like who she is now and that that statement to me is a little more telling than the uh the whittle thing like She's calling her out on it, at least. She's like, she's saying, like, you know, I hate that or something. And she knows it annoys her because she did the tongue out emoji. Like the type of emoji she sent. Oh, I do it with my it's sister like a teasing. all the time. It's yeah. a little teasing. So she does get that it's like bothers her, but she thinks it's fun. I don't think the girlfriend who does the baby talk knows that it bothers this person to like look into the future and be like, oh my God, could I be with this person? And it is funny that like, you know, she calls it an ick and it's like little tiny icks. You either get over them or you deal with them forever. Like right. it, it, it's not really something that's who they are. Well, that tells you if it's an ick or like a, an ick, I assume is like a stupid little red flag thing that, that like you could care. Like I, I think when we first started dating, Mike said like he called a dog a doggy once and I was like, stop doing that. Like, <laughs> I don't like that. Like it's, yeah. it, that feels, I don't like that like word or term or whatever, but it wasn't about like the, his larger personality trait, you know, yeah. and he would kind of do it to annoy me, but it was very much limited to that word, which I found annoying. Um, I don't think it was about, again, feeling like he was like 
five years old or acting like she was like a a little boy sure you wouldn't email into this podcast being like how do i get him to say doggy so that he matures into a man right every time he said it i would just say like stop saying that yeah it it, it wasn't this person is relating the stuffed animals to the baby talk to the they're not mature how do i make them more mature Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know if you can really expect that if someone like to me like this is you are what you is at a certain age. She says, how old is she? The girlfriend's 30. And this person's 26 that's writing in. So like. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it's going to get much better. That seems like that's kind of just who she is as a personality trait. And if you're getting like really turned off by that, maybe it's not some. Maybe again, if it's kind of the kind of thing where it's like, you know, when you have those questions a lot where it's like they have this adventure and I think it's stupid or they play the guitar terribly. Like it's kind of like, are you turned off by the thing or are you turned off by them? Is it like a Mm. larger thing where you're kind of like, I don't respect them. And I think it's, I think that really those things come down to respect. It's like, does this thing that they do preclude you from like getting to the next level of respect with someone where you're kind of like infantilizing them? Yeah. I, and like, cause we got an email during, or we got a message during the, uh, the Boston live show last night. And the message was when we took questions at the end of the show and one of the women was like, my boyfriend smells. Yes. And when we get into bed, like the smell is so bad. And our advice was just kind of like, tell him he fucking smells. Like, just be like, right. get in the shower. If that's but, the only thing, just tell him. Right. Right. Get in the shower and fucking, hey, dude, you stink. Get in the shower. Like, I don't think that would... I saw uh, a TikTok that was really good. It was like, you shouldn't tell someone about their thing, uh, thing unless it can be taken care of in one second. So, like, I, I kind of liked that. Where it was like, you sh- you know if you- if there's something in your teeth you should tell someone but right. if it's like <laughs> but if it's like if there's their flies open you should tell them but if it's like hey um i don't think your ass looks great like that's fucked up right if it's not something <laughs> they can change then that's not helpful totally so like can this person change who they are they can change going you can say to them hey i don't want the baby talk but i don't think you can say to them Hey, can you throw away all those stuffed animals? I think they're stupid. That's who they are. Right. Can you grow up? I don't think you can say <laughs> that to someone. Can you grow yeah. up? Yeah, that that and that is said to people, but it's you know, like it's all it's probably about one thing. And if it really bothers her again enough to be writing into the show, I think mm. again it's like a respect thing. Yeah, this is a tough one. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Red flag deal breaker. Let's play some games. Okay, let's do it. Today's red flag deal breaker game is brought to you by Faux Pas. Just in time for summer, there's a new can cocktail that's made for betches by betches and it's ready to drink so you can bring it anywhere your group text takes you next. They come in four delicious flavors with a Betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging so they look good and taste even better. And of course, they're best served cold like a K-Tex. I can't tell people how quickly they ran out of these at the Boston show. That's the thing. They're gone immediately. And so to me, that's all the proof I need that this is already the drink of the summer. I had one on stage. I was crushing it. Killing it. Okay. Killing it. Let's go to the first one. Go ahead. All right. Hello, hello, J&J. Longtime fan. Love seeing you up live and love seeing Jared's show last month. Can't recommend you. you both to my friends enough. I took myself out on a breakfast date this morning. I'm still here, actually. And lucky for me, two ladies sat at the table next to me. The reason I'm writing in, let's call them Becky and Rachel. Looking to be in their mid-30s, amongst the typical catch-up combos, Becky asked Rachel about how things are between her and Joe. I made that name up, too. Rachel goes on about... I love how she's just completely listening in on this conversation. I would do the same thing. Rachel goes on about how their communication is terrible. He won't attend therapy sessions with her and likes to pretend things are fine while she feels like there's a wall up. For my eavesdropping, they aren't married but seem to live together and it's been a few years. She then goes on to talk about how he has a manipulative charm about him and it's taken her years to learn how to handle and how to see through the manipulation. Manipulative charm? Manipulative anything and she's dealing with it for years? So here's my red flag or deal breaker question. Is there a circumstance where having and knowing your partner is manipulative is anything but a deal breaker? I'm sitting here flabbergasted that her pal Becky isn't telling her to run for the hills. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Chocolate croissant party of one. I love how judgmental this like this, this person, person is who's completely listening in on someone else's conversation, <laughs> which some might say is a manipulative act in itself. Yeah, this is Mrs. Kravitz next door looking through the window. Yeah. You know, it has very much that vibe of like, I'm the next door neighbor in a sitcom looking through, judging, yeah. judging who's over at the Smith household. They're always up so late. Manipulative. Who could ever be with a yeah. man like that? And it's like calling the cops on the house parties. Y- yeah. It's that neighbor. Annoying neighbor energy to this emailer, even though we love them. Thank you for writing all in. our listeners. Yes. Thank you for writing in. Here's what I would say to them. 
and again, this this is in relation to what we're talking about with this person kind of judging. This person who's in a marriage, like, it is funny that when you're single, there's no such thing as compromise. You know, like, there is no such thing, like, but when you're in a relationship, you go, yeah, Jared's a little manipulative. Like, and you go, that's, like, it's like, when, like, I'm sure there are people out there listening with kids that have, like, a son or daughter. They're like, yeah, my son knows how to fucking get ice cream out of me. Right. Yeah. Manipulative. I think there's different levels of manipulative. Totally. I mean, a psychologist could be called manipulative. They know how to use certain tricks to get you to speak about certain things. Like everything like manipulative is a very to me means different things to different people. There's different levels of it. Um, And this is also just this woman's opinion. Who knows if she's even right? Yeah. And and you're listening in third party. So it's like and again, because you're listening in third party. You don't know that these friends understand what they mean by the word manipulative. Like, you know, to me, this is a right. very this is why people read people's tweets and go, oh, the, you know, or like they do the TikToks where they go and they were gaslighting. And you go, well, what version of it was it? You know, <laughs> like, right. And everyone's you know, sitting in like their own glass house. Yeah. So the idea that you'd be dating someone who may or may not be have their own level of like you know some people call manipulative charm right yeah you know that's true so, that some people char- Mani- charming is really manipulative and like attractive yeah i feel like those it's those yeah. two qualities in one i agree i i to me there's an element of like anyone in pe- sales could be called manipulative absolutely so it's like could i be with someone who's a good salesperson absolutely could yeah. i be with someone who's charming absolutely could I anyone be with who's someone? a good negotiator is kind of manipulative <laughs> totally and it's like so you know for this person i i i, I hate that I, I i love that they're a listener and they love that they love the show but like in the land of empathy they do not live right now i agree so they're a little judgy I'm a little judgy and i'm i'm in a green flag i actually would rather be with someone you know sometimes it's like manipulative that's the that's the wife who's gonna make sure we got beach chairs in the morning at the hotel that's true. Yeah. Sometimes that th- Mike and I are both terrible at negotiating and I'm kind of like, I wish one of us had more of like a, you know, that, that energy of like, and I'm, you know, I'm making sure we get the thing no matter like who I have to lie to. Yeah. The, the shows up to a restaurant and they go, yeah, we don't have any reservation. Uh, do you have a Talks reservation? Their way go, in. Yeah. And they go, I'll take care of it. Like there's something to be loved about that. I totally agree. I agree. Okay, so we're right. we're in the green flag to red flag territory. <laughs> uh, and to tell this person to mind their business. Um, <laughs> mind your business. Sorry. Okay. Hi, Jordan and Jared. Love the pod. I save the episodes for my hot girl walks, and it's my favorite part of the day. Keep doing the Lord's work and solving dating for us every week. I've got a red flag or deal breaker for you. I recently matched with a guy on Hinge. We are both into the same hobbies and sports and hit it off right away, messaging back and forth about the things we love to do, places we visited, etc. He sent over a few voice notes while we were messaging, which I assumed was because he had a lot to say and he didn't want to type it out. That's fine. It was nice to hear his voice, but this that isn't my style, so I stuck to typing. Eventually, we exchanged numbers and started texting. 
Well, almost immediately, he sent me videos of himself replying to all my texts like he was vlogging or something. It made me uncomfortable. Like I almost had secondhand embarrassment because that is something I wouldn't do unless I was FaceTiming with family or friends. Anyway, I tried to make an excuse that I couldn't send a video because of where I was. I was nowhere important. And in fact, at home alone on my couch eating tacos. He said that was fine and that he didn't expect me to do the same. But he also kept just sending them. I thought he would take the, that as a hint. Guess not. Eventually, I slowed my replies because I could not watch another video of this man talking at me over text. Ick, as the kids call it. We are going out in a few days and I'm interested to see what he's like in person. <laughs> anyway, red flag or deal breaker. Sincerely, what the FaceTime? Okay. What do you think? Um, so basically, I was like a little confused by this. He's giving, he's doing voice notes and then recording himself doing the voice. I didn't really understand. So what he's doing, it started as voice notes. So okay. instead of texting, you can do the voice note yeah. and it sends and then it disappears. Sure. Then I think what he moved on to was legitimately videotaping himself face to camera as if he was on Instagram stories. And okay. he was like... Telling sending her videos, sending her like a 30 second video instead of typing. And this is before they went out before they've ever gone out. I'd be out. I'd be out. Yeah, I think that's weird. Also, like if someone isn't responding to the first kind of offbeat thing you're doing, then you're upping it. To me, that seems like a lack of self-awareness. I mean, I don't know if I would be aware enough to have her not videotaping herself as a sign for something that I do all the time. Because I would assume I he does this. Like, but I doesn't don't think he know that most people don't? I Yes, I would assume he does. I don't like... So you sent me a full video, now I have to watch it. I'd rather read it. Get, yeah, you know, it's very presumptuous. Like, oh, I have the time. Also, like, that's the annoying thing about anyone sending me a video at any point. Because I'm like, <laughs> now I've got to, like, one, I have to, like, somehow flag this so I can come back and listen when I can listen to sound. In. Or I have to drop everything I'm doing to listen with sound. And then it says that I read it. It's a DM. I'm like, it's a lot. It's for me. I'm just like, don't, please don't. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I, it is. You do have to zone in. Yeah. You And then you, you go and, and then you don't watch it and you just write back LOL. It's like, or you watch half of it and you go LOL. And they're like, but at the end, I talked about my dead grandma. What do you mean, LOL? And you're like, fuck, I should have watched the whole thing. Yeah, well, Damn that's, it. I mean, I've talked about this. That's why I don't like texting. I'm like, <laughs> it's just like too much pressure throughout the day. You have to be on all day. I'm like, I want to be on yeah. on a phone call in a face-to-face meeting. I can't commit to watching your reels via DM. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. I don't know if it would get me out. Okay. I think I would still go on the date. You might I be do into it. I, I don't listen. It's better than FaceTime. Okay. I would rather this than, hey, FaceTime me before the day. I'd be like, oh, I don't want to hold my arm up and watch you look at yourself for 30 minutes. I, I can't do it. Right. I agree with All that. Right, let's, let's do one more. Okay. Faux pas or nah. Hi, J&J. I have a red flag or deal breaker for you. I was hooking up with someone I've been seeing casually. After we were finished, we were snuggling in bed when he suddenly got up and started digging around in his shorts pockets on the floor. He came back to bed with a Ziploc of peanuts and started munching on them in my bed while I lay there naked, staring at him. He acted like this was completely normal and didn't even explain or offer me any. So, (laughs) red flag or deal breaker. He eats a bag of peanuts right after sex. His peanut breath was a deal breaker for any further shenanigans that night. But ultimately, it was not a complete deal breaker for me because I'm seeing him. I'm still seeing him. I can't wait to hear your take. Sincerely, peanut breath adverse. 
Good thing she doesn't have a nut allergy, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it is interesting. The peanut. Or maybe he breath. was hoping she did, and that would get her out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta go. <laughs> waving the peanuts in front of her head. Yeah, I. I, I mean, the pe- it's interesting that she's, like, caught up on the peanut breath. To me, it would be more weird that, like, I'm naked next to someone having the snack they packed for themselves. Like, it's, you know, their their mom put, you know, packed right. a lunch. I, like don't, I don't know. Is this, is this the woman from the um, last email? <laughs> the stuffed right. animals? Yeah. yeah um, it, I would be annoyed. I would be turned off if they didn't offer me any. I don't really mind if, they, if they're having a snack. Fine. But I think it'd be weird, that if they, especially if they prefaced it with like, I'm actually starving. I think I have some peanuts in my bag. Do you want some? I think it was like kind of funny and cute. That's a different story. But yeah. the idea that they had that sex was so, you know, animalistic. They got to recharge with some protein afterwards. It's a little, to me, it's a little like up your own ass. Like, oh, I got to make sure I get my peanuts in after, after laying pipe. Like, yeah, I, I could <laughs> I could see the way it was done being a little bit of a turnoff. Right, it's the way it was done. I like your what you said, the jokingness of like, you hungry? I'm hungry. I got I packed some peanuts. Also, just the why are you packing peanuts? Why are you packing a lunch? I I don't know. Right? Don't why like. are you packing snacks in your pocket? Why are you keeping <laughs> the pocket. snacks in your pocket? I get it. Sometimes, like I'm a, if I have a purse, maybe I'll have like. Okay. A little sna- RX bar or something in the purse. In case yeah, I but get- the RX bar is wrapped. The idea that... I mean, are, something are the peanuts about not be- in a bag? Well, I mean, the, didn't she write... It's a Ziploc, a oh. Ziploc of peanuts. Oh, that's like, weird. I didn't think... Of, I didn't notice that part. For whatever reason, that bothers me more. It wasn't like bazinis. It's prepackaged. Yeah, that makes it yeah. seem more like a, a, a packed snack. Yeah, I don't like that. That, to me, I don't want to touch things from your home unless it's my home. Also, whose home is this? Because I wouldn't want someone eating peanuts in my bed. No. I'm very intense about no eating in the bed. I really don't like eating in None. bed. No. I have white sheets. I don't like <laughs> eating in bed. It's, it's a rule of mine. I'm very fun. <laughs> I don't think that's such a crazy rule. Do you eat in bed? Not. I, I did last night. Oh, wow. Last night after the our joys Boston of, show. Of, be, of, you know, doing your own thing. That's right. Living single single man heaven. I I had a, a Dunkin' Donuts bagel, egg, and cheese in bed like an otter. I took the garbage. I was I was lying on my back, and I took the garbage and threw it over the side of the bed like an otter in a Well, dam. I hope it wasn't like an everything bagel. Yes, it those, was. Those get buried. Those seeds everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, it's a hotel. Getting, we were at the hotel. Oh, it was a hotel. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it was a hotel. You're right. And that wasn't your own... Your no, own bed. No, no. In my own bed. No, my I save um, the poppy seed bagel for my own bed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Well, we did it well, again. We did it again. That's it for today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. They're 8% alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila, gluten-free, contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we aren't into overcomplicating things. Jordana, Faux Pas is about to be the drink of the summer, right? What do you think? I think so. If I can judge by how fast it disappears from every gathering that I bring it to, I think mm-hmm. it speaks for itself. I don't even need to push it anymore, guys. Anyone who tries it loves it. If you haven't tried it yet, go do it. I guarantee There we go. You will not be disappointed. You heard it here first. That ain't no faux pas that Jordana just did. That guarantee was the right thing to do. 
Exactly. This is like a radio commercial. I love it. <laughs> it's delicious. And finally, we solved dating again. Right, Jordana? Yes. And we will be back on Sunday with a Sunday special. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.